Ciao. You're listening to EdUp Insights, where you'll get my take on higher education. I'm Bill Pepicello, former president of University of Phoenix and higher ed vagabond. So let's get started. Well, today, podcastees, I want to talk about what I see as one of the failings of higher education and probably education in general uh, in the United States. And that has to do with what we teach our students about the use of language and how that use reflects them in society in general. So let me start with an analogy. Suppose you're going to dinner on a first date. Would you show up unwashed in dirty clothes and slump into your chair with your ball cap on backwards and then with your uh, date sitting across the table from you, would you proceed to smack your lips and eat loudly with your mouth open and maybe just a little bit of food spilling out? Well, why wouldn't you? I mean, after all, shouldn't your date be able to look past that first impression and see all that you have to offer? Not. If you don't believe me, try it out and get back to me. The same thing goes for social media. If you go on Facebook or Twitter or TikTok or whatever you happen to use, do you try to put your best foot forward, maybe with a shoe on it, maybe with a shoe not on it, or do you just post whatever uh, and whenever you feel like it and you let people react and if they're put off by the, by the way you look or by the way you talk or what you're talking about, um, yeah, that's the way it goes. You know, they just have to understand who you are and what you, what you stand for. Well, probably that wouldn't work so well either. And again, give it a shot and answer that for yourself. So what does this have to do with language and education? Well, recently I've seen several grammatically acceptable posts um, some on LinkedIn uh, and other uh, media outlets that suggest that spelling and grammar and the use of emojis and other text type uh, abbreviations, LOL, are acceptable on job applications and in interviews and uh, professional uh, communications. And that if I get a job application that is full of grammatical errors and misspellings, I, as someone who's the hirer, needs to just not worry about that. Um, I need to be able to look past these things and appreciate the person who submitted this application for who they are and what they bring. Now, what this particular perspective ignores is that the misspellings and the grammatical errors do tell me what the person is all about and what they bring, because it all goes to attitude. And here's where we can help students as educators. Language reflects culture, and language reflects attitudes within that culture. So for instance, Today, there's a, uh, an emphasis 
on people being very specific about what pronouns they use to refer to themselves and to, and to others. Do they, are you a, a him, her, or a she, him, or a they, them? Um, but if we're gonna be very particular there, why wouldn't you worry about things like grammar and spelling? Because they are also very, uh, you know, very important um, about relating who you are. So my question would be to the people who advocate not worrying about spelling and grammar and emojis and so forth, uh, at least one question is, are you just too lazy to use spell check? Or do you not know about it? Or are you just dumb? Because frankly, if you're not interested in making a good impression on me, why would I give a rip about you as a potential employee or as a potential uh, relationship? I mean, people need to, to, to understand that this is a, it's a complete package thing. You don't get to, to pick and choose where you'll be specific and where you'll be careful about using language and how you represent yourself and where you don't. What I'm saying is that you need to be aware that people look at you first, unless of course you choose to just meet in a dark room. Um, but I think that probably is, is not a, a really good way to go forward. Um, and if you're applying for a job, your application is your first date, to go back to my really cool analogy. Should you get past that first date, your interview is your second date. And you're still in the mode of trying to represent yourself very, uh, very positively to people. And I think uh, just as appearances matter, uh, how you're dressed, um, so does your, uh, you know, your, your resume and your application matter because it, that is your appearance as you apply for a job. It's what people see first. And it's, they're gonna give them that first impression that as we always say, you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. And so as, as someone who has hired hundreds of, of people uh, throughout my career, I, I, I'm always amazed when I see people say, well, uh, Tell me what you want, what you can give me if I take this job. And I'm, I'm always amazed by that because as a hirer, I expect that you'll tell me what you bring to the job and not what you expect from me. And if what you tell me when you come is, don't worry about how I present myself, either physically or uh, grammatically, um, or through my attitude. Well, that tells me all that I need to know. Um, and it's probably uh, not going to help you insofar as getting the job uh, is concerned. Now, I taught um, English grammar and composition for over 30 years uh, of, my, uh, of my career. And I think 
that we need to take a step back as educators um, and as people who want to be educated and do some serious self-reflection and teach a little bit more about language usage. Because I think people have lost uh, sight of the fact that language is important and needs to be paid attention to. Okay, that's my wrap, uh, a wrap for today. And uh, I'm gonna continue in this vein in a, some more podcasts going forward. But for now, I'm just gonna invite you to stay tuned for the next exciting episode.